What? It's even up. It's your boy Crabman here with my boy Eckenstein. It's me. Welcome to the Hopner. Hello. What? Exactly. Yes. Hello, Wendesil. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Doing fine. Doing great. No, I'm doing good. Just uh, gotta level it out. Great, fine, and uh, good. Fine, fine, sounds... fine, great. It's good. It's in the middle. It's, it's yes. about fine. Fine is bad. It's yeah. polite. Obviously. Not worth mentioning, obviously. Yeah. That's, so. <laughs> that's that's testing luck a bit. <laughs> so, uh, but let me start with our today's sponsor. Go for this it. week's sponsor. Okay. Uh, this episode of the Hypnotic Hoodout is proudly sponsored by Squareface. You know what's up. You've heard the rumors. Children shout moon face whenever you s they see you outside. Your face is just too round. It's unseemly. Well, fret no more, because here comes Squareface. Squareface, the amazing frame for your face that will force even your fat face into a nice geometric regular shape. Get it now! Go to squareface.com hootout and order your first frame with free shipping. Do it now. You know you need it. I do. And I actually know what this is referring to, so <laughs> I got that one. It's the first one? <laughs> yeah. I am. So f oh, hey, Nosity. Nosity. Yes. Whatever we want to, he said, but. Yes. I, I remember said, you telling me that. I, I think Nosity is the right one. Because it's like toxicity. So Nosity? Yeah. But also and like velocity? Yeah, that rolls better. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, I don't remember what the last two were, but yeah. yeah flashlight? <sighs> you don't know what flashlight is? Well, it's I okay. know what a flashlight is. <laughs> yes. And they did sponsoring. Uh, I know they sponsored uh, Joe Rogan for a long time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So the first couple of uh, podcasts, they were, they were often sponsored by Flashlight uh, when nobody was doing podcasts. And the one before, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I see. Yeah, me neither. But yes, this one I know from the because they were everywhere for a while. In they still are. <laughs> the the YouTubers are all like every second one is. I still I see Skillshare all the time. Skillshare, I got one That's... too, but I'm not I'm not quite proud with, with that one yet. Mm. Gotta find another twist to make that work. <laughs> that one and Audible. That's the two that I see all the time everywhere. They seem to sponsor everything. Yeah, yeah. But I, I have no idea for Audible. <laughs> yet. Yet. We, I'll, I'll find something eventually. I'm sure. Mm. Sure. No, I've been, uh, I've been doing great. Mm. Actually, like the last two weeks, they went better, better, better. Nice. Yeah. I get, oh, well, I, I had a hard dip on Sunday. Hard dip, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, should I just like just report my week? Yeah. Just, <laughs> yes. Okay. Welcome to the meeting, first of all. Yes, we did the pleasantries. And so yes, yes, yes. Not the first, <laughs> first one is, what did we do last week? Yeah, including the weekend, because of course it's Friday. So so Saturday I played some um, Space Hulk, mm. which is nice. I'm always surprised how well this uh, board game holds up. So the board game. I think there's a PC game now too. Uh, I haven't... Uh, Curiosity. Yes, this was Curiosity. the first one. 
This was <laughs> oh, what did you do with that? Or no, no, it's still on the list. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's still on the yes, list. Yes, I've heard of Curiosity Stream. I don't see it as much anymore, but yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got one for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not as fun, but <laughs> it's pretty near uh, from the sound of it. Um, I kind of enjoy that. You know, after all the discussions that we have with dumb niche ideas that mm. nobody gets, yeah. that you come with the most niche joke imaginable. <laughs> it's not that niche, there's a lot of people <laughs> listening to podcasts. I just... It's so specific, like podcast ads that you hear all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's, uh... <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> hey, Friedrich. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you were yeah 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 but, space uh, keep, each each week I'll have a new new sponsor spoof. <laughs> I've quite quite a couple planned out, mm. <laughs> but eventually I don't know. I'll have just to imagine reimagine the old ones. Probably. I guess. Uh, okay, but Space Hulk. Yes. Space Hulk, the board game, still holds up very well. Uh, I don't think you can buy it right now, so I, I bought the limited edition a couple of years back. Uh, it's asymmetric um, space marines against aliens. The cool thing is the space marines, they have like one squad of four to six or sometimes I think eight um, heavy exterminator space marines, warmer 40k space marines. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's so, what I love about this game is that it, it has this, um, it really maps the feeling onto the game rules. So Space Marine uh, needs one action to do one step forward mm -hmm. and one action to turn 90 degrees. And they need two actions to walk backwards because it's so hard. Okay. <laughs> the aliens don't. The aliens can turn around and uh, and yeah, you have a limited squad as a Space Marine player and the aliens, uh, they spawn two new um, echoes mm -hmm. each turn for them and the echo can be one to three aliens. And you will only see it um, when you can see the echo, like visual contact with a space marine, then he has to freewheel it and then it can be one, it can be three. And it's really fun. Um, lots of um, dice throwing. It's basically the aliens run at the space marines and get slaughtered until they aren't. And then the space marines are dead. It's, uh, it's really great. It's a cool game. A lot of fun. And then I... Uh, do you have anything? That's the one we played at your place in Berlin once, oh, right? We did play that once, right? Yes. I was, uh, I was unsure if we actually played that game more. No, just... we played that one time in 2010, I want to say. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Something like that. This was probably 11. Yeah. Mm. And we wanted to do a game like that. Like from the feeling. Yeah, I mean, also what I remember it. about it, I liked to do. You had the the small corridors and stuff, right? And I think there was yeah. like just a row of aliens coming in, right? Yeah. And that I like it in theory. I did not have that much fun playing it, but <laughs> it's the kind of game I would probably in, more enjoy making than playing myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a board game, so mm. <laughs> we should try a board game someday. Yeah, we we should. Mm. Well, I, I played with a, a friend here. Um, we talked like for ages to do this and it was a lot of fun and then we we wanted to stop early 
and we only played two rounds and then we still talked to 2am about uh, dice rules. He had, had a really nice um, uh, dice system, uh, which I will just coin with his name. So it's Tofu's dice system um, and he doesn't need it and it really works well with my uh, pen and paper system I, I was struggling with. Mm -hmm. um, not sure if it's too boring to explain. Sure. Now I'm curious. What okay. can you like outline the dice system? Like, what do I have to uh, imagine? No, no, I have to start from the beginning. Okay. So there was uh, Jesus. Uh, no. Okay, so I am working on a pen and paper system, or have been working for a Is long, long time. Is it still online? Hmm? Do you want to show it? Is it still online? No, it's not online anymore. Oh, okay, uh, not too bad. No. Because it has changed so much. And uh, the idea was, uh, when I started, I wanted just to have, like, you should be able to roll lots of dice. I wanted to make it quick so people can roll up a new character. And I uh, wanted to integrate the level progression into the game. So you don't have these, now you get experience points and you have to look up a table what to uh, increase. Mm. So instead... <clears throat> Uh, let's just um, simplify it to what I think will it will become with the next iteration. So you have different skills, uh, let's say cooking, mm -hmm. and you have a, a skill value of five. That means you get five dice to roll. And uh, at first that was in university. You remember, uh, you, you roll the dice and each... Um, each die that has uh, four, five, six is a win for you, and then you count how many you have, mm -hmm. and that shows you how well you performed, basically. Yeah. But if you don't have any, then you fail and you progress, because you will learn from your mistake. So if you fail horribly, you will still get something from it and be happy, because now you, you are better next time you will roll six dice instead of five. So the, the, the possibility that you roll no, um, no win is less and less every time. That is you, very interesting. Yeah, but the problem is that this is a flat um, probability. Mm -hmm. So it's not a, 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 um, a Gauss what you wanted to have. So. Um, it's actually something, so the, the dice system, not the progression, but the dice system is something they used in uh, Shadowrun, the pen and paper. And we regularly died in uh, just driving somewhere because someone had to roll the dice. And it's just possible that you don't have enough um, successes mm -hmm. and then you crash and you could die because the the... The values you get when throwing the dice are not uh, naturally um, what's it called distributed about over it. So the the chance that you get four um, successes and or just two is pretty similar. It's not quite, especially with the progression. And Dancy back in and when we were in university. He wrote me like a little uh, system to map that out so I could see and understand it a little bit better. And I never, never got around that problem, that it just, it was too chaotic. So the characters, they could be good, but you never knew if they would be able to open the door, basically. And that completely destroyed the fantasy. 
So and Tofu's um, solution to this problem, he uh, used it for, he's working on a tabletop, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tofu. I'll try not um, to. So his idea, which he doesn't use, which fits perfectly into mine, is that he just counts the biggest um, die. So, mm -hmm. for example, six. If you roll a six, then you get one. You count a six as a six. And then each success, so four, five, six, is just plus one. And using this system, it's hard to imagine, but you have more of a curve. So it's it's much easier to map onto. You will never uh, completely fail as easily as you did before. However, that means uh, if you as a, you will progress if you roll just twos or threes or ones. So then you would have like the the smallest you can reasonably get is a three. I think it's. Maybe that I, it's a bit too confusing. Wait, wait, did you just say you just, what you roll, you apply plus one to everything? No, no, you roll your five dice, then okay. you look for the highest die, yeah. that is for example a six, uh -huh. and then you count the other die, and each one that is a success, meaning it's a four, a five, or a six, yeah. gets gives you plus one on the six you have. So it's, for example, you had three successes, you get six, from the die and then plus three so we get a value of nine okay so you can still fail and it and the more dies you have the less likely it is to fail to get like no nothing above uh, three and you still have like a value there <laughs> a three for example or a two or one like in extreme cases if you don't have many die so this is more, it's not completely, um, what's a distribution called? Well, it's not a flat distribution, it's, it's a curve again. And that makes it much more, um, much easier for people to calculate if they can open the door or not. And like heavy, um, the... <sighs> grasping for words <laughs> the the outcome will not vary as wildly as before so this fixes my problem most likely i haven't tried it yet i have tried a cup but i haven't tried it in play but i i will probably use it and whip up uh, a test campaign and um, find a couple of friends who like pen and paper and we'll try how this will work out but i was really happy about that it was just like such a coincidence we came and talked and that's why we we talked to till 2 a.m which was a bit rough because on the next day sunday i had to get up at and go to a twilight imperium game which started at 12 um yeah or well we, i think we started more at 1 p.m right you yeah, okay. How would I know? Okay, so I'm just <laughs> going to continue. <laughs> so Sunday. <laughs> well, we played Twilight Imperium. For people who don't know, I, I already talked about Twilight Imperium once. It's an um, area control game. You all play different races, alien races. Um, you build fleets. 
you have a home um, planet and then you conquer different planets and uh, you get victory points. Whoever reaches 10 victory points first wins and there are different ways to win them. So I'm not gonna get too much into the rules right now. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really that good at this game. It's pretty complex. It takes a ton of time and for the first time we played with um, six players. So <laughs> it would be, it, it was a really long game and well, I made a mistake in the first turn <laughs> and it was a bad one, a really bad mistake. And yeah, I was, you know, trying to convince the others like, ah, could, could I just change that? It's really stupid. I shouldn't have done that. And they were, no, 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 that's the rules. You, it's not your turn anymore. You can't change it. So this was mis my mistake because what I should have done, but what I did is, as I always do, like I try to be like a reasonable, nice player. I'm okay, well, it's just a game. It's okay, but I know I would I would get very frustrated this game and I should have Expressed my frustration at this point and I'm sure if they knew um, How dire the situation was for me <laughs> They would have probably let me do this one change it would I would have never won or something but it would probably have changed the that I would not have been last place for nine hours. <laughs> my neighbors were constantly like stealing my planets. They invaded my home uh, planet when I left it open for us. Because, yeah, I just did a lot of mistakes. They were all better players as well. I took a heavy uh, a race that's really difficult to play as well, not knowing that it was be such a detriment and for the first time in my life after nine hours of play i gave up i said okay that's it after my my other neighbor just destroyed my new fleet to just do anything to just be able to do anything not contest the board not really do anything great not win just to have fun i, ha I had built up my fleet again and was just destroyed not because he needed to do it just because he could and it was there and he didn't know what else to do and I stood up and I said okay that's, that's it for me <laughs> I, I can't get back I'm not having any fun here I'm just gonna take off you will probably need like one or two hours to finish this game and I'm gonna go home and watch a TV show or something <sighs> so this was really frustrating and it really bugged me like the whole Monday through and I'm not sure if, if they will if they will play Sunday again. I, I think I, I still have to recuperate from this loss because I was I was never owned so so badly in a game ever. Friedrich asks, was it a waste of time? Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I, I thought about that. <laughs> I thought about that a lot. But I don't think it was a waste because I did realize that I still have like uh, my my inability to express frustration because of fear to like offend people really uh, holds me back even if I just have trying to have fun and play play games and I think uh, I don't know uh, this nine to ten hours was that worth this realization I hope so <laughs> I hope so man but it's also mm. your worst nightmare come true a little mistake mm -hmm. you made in the beginning ruins the entire game <laughs> For sure. 
So why why couldn't you come back from that one move? Because um, you need to colonize planets, mm -hmm. and they give you resources, mm -hmm. so you can build up your fleet, colonize more. Mm -hmm. And in the first turn, I just colonized one planet, and I should have done two. And that effed up my trajectory for the whole game, because everyone else had two or three, so they had more influence, more resources to spend. Capitalism. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> and then trading didn't go well for me, because I don't have a lot of resources. Like Everything really depends on, on you getting your, your machinery working there. And yeah, it <laughs> really didn't work out for me. I'm not really good at games like that either because I usually I try to optimize like one thing and I forget that I have to do specific goals to win points mm -hmm. and that's okay I have fun with that I don't have to win these games but I couldn't do anything because every time I moved I was like beaten someone else got in from behind stole my planets it, it was a mess it was really really rough <laughs> But I learned something, so it's not fun, nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you could have learned something better in that time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Right, uh, he really likes how uh, topics are dragged over our streams. Yeah, I, I love that too. <laughs> And uh, yeah. Quickly says, uh, I think as a group we would have started again just to make the PlayStation fair. Yeah, uh, I think the problem was that everyone was, we had a, a lot of good players playing uh, in part for the first time together, so they really wanted to stick to the rules to have a fair game, but I was just so much less good as everyone else, and I don't think they quite realized how much worth worse I was, so they didn't give me like this benefit and said, okay, let's be lenient here. Yeah, but they should have. They should have. But they couldn't. They couldn't see how frustrated I was and how bad it looked for me because everyone was just like looking for their game plan. So I'm not holding it against them. I had a fun with them. It was great, like just being there the whole Sunday. And yeah, they they cooked um, and had beer there. So it, it definitely wasn't a waste of time. It was a social gathering at least. But in Corona times. Man. Well, small, <laughs> six people. Yeah. Yeah. So this was <laughs> Sunday, whole of Sunday, and bit of Monday too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm just should I just yeah, I'm just gonna go through my whole week now. Do you already edit? Yeah. It just goes one one goes into the next. So <laughs> <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so Monday. Monday evening, I met up uh, with people online this time, corona-friendly. But wait, I named the stream this week Chill Vibes Only, so tell it in a chill way. Okay, so I, gotta... <laughs> I always get so excited and I stop talking. <laughs> okay, so, well, I met up with a couple of friends, you know, mm. just very relaxed online. Nice. My bro brother and friend uh, from my hometown to play Diablo 1. Um, so <laughs> there is there are a couple of cool mods for Diablo. Um, one is the Chernobog, which we used to play. Then there was the Hell, which we used to play, and now there's the Hell 2. It's actively developed. There, the dude has a Patreon, 
he calls himself Mordor. If you Google Mordor or just the Hell 2 mod, you will find it. It's pretty cool that you can um, um, you can now download a tool that's called Redmin VPN and that simulates um, a local network because Diablo 1 just works local. There's no online play anymore, I think. Or at least not with the mod, of, of course. Mm. Uh, maybe there's an official Diablo 1 server still running, but um, the, the mod doesn't have one. But yeah, so you can play with up to four people. Um, you can make the resolution bigger, but you just see more. <laughs> it gets very really small. It zoom, huh? Yeah, but it, it really has like so many new um, classes. The original game had, I think, three or four uh -huh. with Hellfire, uh, maybe five. But now you have like, I don't know, 15, 20 different classes. Uh, completely new um, progression system. Uh, you you get different. You can give your characters in the creation. You can give them traits, which always have a negative impact and a positive one. Um, you get each level up. You not only get um, stats, but you only uh, you also get perks. And the perk system is also completely new. Lots of stuff. They're really really great. It's it's very well balanced uh, we play on easy because it's really hard to game <laughs> so normally you will you will suffer hmm. but we wanted to have fun so we just <laughs> started on easy uh, yeah it's it's really a great game it really brought a lot of memories back and still it's still a lot of fun uh, somehow i love diablo one it's one of my favorite games and I'm, it's probably nostalgia but hmm. well as long as i'm having fun with it uh, when this is says originally, original was three warrior, mage, and ranger. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, Hellfire brought, I think, a monk or something. Yeah. And Diablo was such great, and it's such a great game. And and yeah, if you have Diablo, uh, I recommend going to the Patreon. You can download the uh, last stable build for free. You can uh, donate and get the new updates which we haven't played. Mm. We tried to convince him to make a shared uh, stash so we can trade. But yeah, he won't do that. <laughs> and it's, uh, apparently it's not possible to increase the player um, amount for multiplayer games. Oh, okay. So it's four only. Um, Channelbog is another, it's not really a mod, so it's a rewrite of Diablo. There you have more players. Um, we are thinking about changing to that because now we have a couple more players who are interested mm. uh, but yeah i don't know i think i want to play the hell too more um staying with four players it's a cool game uh highly recommend it never played it yeah well, i played it once or twice but never played it <laughs> yeah I, I can i can see that it's hard to get into if it if, because when I start the game and I start in the town, I, all, I feel all these emotions. It's just yeah. so great. It's so <laughs> ah, it's so dark and and ah, ah. oh, and he um, he also uh, re remastered the soundtrack. Uh -huh. You can download that as well. Um, it's just great work uh, he's done there. Um, 
Yeah, I think for for two hundred dollars a month, you can you can uh, help him think of new items. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is worth it. But... <laughs> it's one of those things when you can't come up with anything to give people. Yeah. Yeah, when it says he, he knows the feeling uh, when he hears, hears the, the town music, the theme, the Tristram theme. I love that song. I love it so much. Um, and it's still a lot of fun. It's, it's I don't know. I really don't know what makes this game so great for me. Because it's it's hack and slash game mm -hmm. with RPG progression. It's not nothing special. You get loot. You can equip the loot. You can build your character. Where does this rank in the history of the genre? Was it one of the first ones, or were there others before that, and that was just a breakout hit suddenly? No, or? I think it was one of the first. So um, Diablo One was um, came out uh, roughly at the same time as Baldur's Gate, uh -huh. and when they saw, I think Baldur's Gate was released before Diablo. When they saw this, because originally Diablo should have been turn-based as well. They mm -hmm. thought they, they couldn't uh, do, they couldn't release like a game that's so similar to Baldur's Gate, so they made it uh, real-time only. Okay. Yeah, and it was a great hit, but mostly I think for the theme, the atmosphere, because it really feels so dark and so hellish, and the deeper you go, the more you feel this, and the creatures are great, the sound effects are great. Um, it's really hard to play it, it was um, like if you played on hard uh, back in the day it was hard really hard and it was fun because it really felt appropriate for, for something like that Baldur's Gate came out almost two years after oh then they knew it would be I don't know that's what I heard Melissa says it was yeah. one of the first real action RPG yeah mm. Alright. Uh, that was great. Then, um, Tuesday, what did I do Tuesday? I think Tuesday was... Well, I didn't do anything. I, I finished uh, Doom Patrol. Have you watched an uh, episode of Doom Patrol? Uh, I have not. Friedrich just said Diablo was planned as turn-based. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then they just fixed the replay. So everything in Diablo is tile-based still. Mm. You can see it if you really look. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. But they, yeah, they really made the right decision with this. Because you, you wouldn't feel this kind of threat if it was turn-based. That they can run behind yeah, you, sure. you have to run away. Um, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Doom Patrol? haven't watched it, but you told me about it last time. Yeah, finished finished the first season. Well, not quite. It's really, it's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. I can, uh, you have to watch, you have to watch it to, to understand how, because there's something that made uh, comics so great back in the day for me, the weirdness, and they completely lean into it. I'm just going to give two examples. I mean, uh, last time I told you about Danny the Street. Mm -hmm. Uh, by the way, they need a, a gender-neutral street. <laughs> okay. They, them. And then um, there is a guy called Beard Hunter who consumes beards and gathers from the beard the essence 
and then he knows where the beard is and he can uh, predict what the person who has the beard will do. So as soon as he eats a bit of your beard, <laughs> he can he can evade every one of your attacks, for example. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, the second one uh, would be, um, I think, Flex Metallo, he was called, which is like a bodybuilder, mm -hmm. and he has magical powers in his muscles. So he has to flex to do spells, basically. He can, like, um, he has control over time and space with his mus muscles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I think the end, I don't know, because it was just so weird and I think they painted themselves like in a in a corner where they, there was no real good ending. Mm. Um, so I was a bit disappointed by the last two episodes, but aside from that, really recommended, really great. Yeah, Wednesday was here. Yeah. We watched uh, the stream of Red King's Lair. It was fun. Was uh, that was fun? It was a really good, good episode. Uh, although I have to say, I told Hannes just before we started watching <laughs> that we shouldn't talk so much about our failures and how bad we are and everything and how bad we feel all the time because I got some feedback that it's it's kind of too depressing what we do here. And then you guys just talk about your failures and it was so compelling. And he was just <laughs> all the time laughing and. Pointing at me and see, see. Oh, it's it's nice to know that you struggled as much as we did. Yeah, that's actually. We were both yeah. surprised that you struggled. Basically, we have a very similar history. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't know that because you're always very cheerful and yes, involved yeah. in many things. And then it turns out, oh well, you guys have been pretty pretty much the same horrors. You just seem to. Like not feel the need as much as us to like vomit that into the void. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got you got the the full uh, prize money for the yes. I'm I'm very very upset about that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's not <sighs> your fault. I I re-explained it. <laughs> it's their fault for not giving us the whole one. Yeah. Ah, uh, that. Mm. That is like that big defining sore spot <laughs> that I have. The one you will complain your deathbed. The one thing you regret. Yeah. I, I mean, we won. The wrong word. We won uh, also in a fifty k category, and we were screwed out of forty of that. So hmm. I am. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, he says he, he didn't expect to win anything. He wasn't even at the award ceremony. <laughs> well, I guess we knew because they were in the process of screwing us and telling us about it. Yeah. So. so we went there knowing that they were going to give us a special prize instead of the best serious game that they wanted to nominate yeah. us for. That they did nominate us for before saying, oh, no, actually, I don't know if these are serious games, but we still want to give you an award. But not that one with the 50k. We'll give you one with just 10. That's yeah, okay. It's okay. <sighs> <laughs> what we could have done with those 40 extra grand. Mm. Yeah, I get it. Well, then, Thursday. I don't know what I did Thursday. I mean, you don't have to literally... No, no, I'm <laughs> uh, just, just... It's the last day, come on. <laughs> 
if you don't have you don't need to you know force something out if you're just like yeah, yeah there's yeah. nothing to tell no, there, there's still this well let's, let's check my list <laughs> uh, no i watched uh cobra kai the first season on netflix and i got so many recommendations that i thought okay let's let's try it also, uh, for, for a while I couldn't get on uh, Amazon Prime, <laughs> so I had to watch something. Else. I'm suspicious of that one. How I was it? too, I was too, I was too. Yeah. Um, it's all right. It's, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, think it, I think I'd give it like a solid 7, 7.5 to 8 even. It, it could have been better if they uh, went a bit smaller. So it's, I think, like the first, it takes you three episodes to get your first training montage. And that's really the, the, what I want to see from a, a Karate Kid uh, TV series. But yeah, the actors are great. Uh, the, the Karate Kid actor and the, the bad Karate Kid actor. <laughs> I don't know how they are called. Sorry, I don't know names. Um, they're really great. They, they have such good chemistry and it's so believable. And they are... Yeah, it's really believable and, and great. And uh, the uh, young guy, young people, there's a lot of teens and stuff, they're all really good actors as well. And it, that's how they pull it up. It's really more... Yeah, if you... Do you remember the Karate Kid movie? I haven't seen any Karate Kid. Oh, you haven't? Nothing. Okay, so I've seen the old one. And I mean, I know of it. I've seen, like, yeah. uh, essays about it. So I feel like I've... Hmm. seen the gist of it but i have not actually sat down yeah. and watched the whole thing yeah it's kind of like that but spread out over just more time so i think mm. this would have been like 10 10 movie maybe maybe nine let's just go by nine of ten point movie uh, if it was like three hours or maybe three and a half it has to take that much time mm. but man the last two episodes drag are great they are perfect. Oh, they really, really like the first three episodes. I was like, oh man, well, it's it's not too long each episode. Maybe maybe something's coming, and then it starts. It, it gets really interesting, and the la the second to last episode is the best. It's really great. Then the last episode, I think, if they at least made it like a limited series, mm -hmm. just first season, they would have made a better ending. But because they wanted to do another season, it's kind of doesn't really. There's payoff missing basically, or they they reopen or open new stuff that has to be dealt with in season two, so it doesn't didn't feel as um, good as it could have been. But yeah, I recommend it uh, if you like uh, Karate Kid, at least like the old movie. I haven't seen the Jackie Chan one. Lots of callbacks. It really has the same feeling, and the interesting thing uh, is that it's really. It turns turns the um, focus around, so it's not about um, the the Karate Kid guy uh, being trained by uh, Miyagi. Mm -hmm. Miyagi's dead. Uh, Karate Kid is now a, a car vendor and hasn't trained in ages. And it focuses on the bad kid in the tournament that um, tries to hurt him and loses. Mm -hmm. And he, I think, in the, in the following Kadekid movies, uh, his his sensei destroys his award and stuff like that, and is a bad sensei, basically. 
but he's really washed up as well and then starts training again opens up his own dojo and he's really he's a really mean guy i think there are only like two two good characters you like likable characters who's the mean guy uh well they all they're just two characters who aren't mean in this <laughs> but you're talking about the villain kid or yeah the villain kid the villain oh, kid okay. ah, i wish I don't really know whose who's name that was. Um, Menis is asking, is it the same formula? He starts getting bullied, starts training, meets a girl, defeats the baddie and gets the girl until the next movie slash season. No, it really switches around a lot of the stuff. It, it, does, uh, it knows that you are expecting this and it really switches and makes it more interesting. It looks like it goes that way, but it not, doesn't always. And the interesting thing is, is um, so the Cobra Kai motto is strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And um, he teaches the first kid he teaches is someone who just has no self esteem, who's always bullied. Let me give you some names so okay, we can okay. follow you, maybe. Yeah, so the, the old karate kid is called mm -hmm. Daniel Larusso, mm -hmm. the old bad guy is Johnny Lawrence. Yes, and then there's some new kids. Miguel, Miguel, yeah, Miguel is the, is the Diaz. You know, is the first um, student. So he has, he's he's like really soft spoken. He's an outsider, and then he gets trained by uh, Daniel. Daniel, no, by the bad guy. By, by the bad guy. Oh, by Johnny. By Johnny. Yeah, See, it's, it's Cobra Kai. It's focused on the ah, okay. on the bad school, and they are really aggressive. And basically, he teaches. The kids to be more aggressive that are like the 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 weirdos mm. and i realized that this is something i really need to learn as well and i think a lot of people need to learn to stand up for themselves but there's a fine line between like standing up for yourself and being like overly aggressive and the the movie is really about this line and um, okay that now it gets it gets interesting yeah. maybe i'll watch it after all yeah and uh, daniel is a so the miyagi do is always like about balance mm. but because daniel has stopped playing um learning karate he has kind of lost the balance as well so he's not the good guy anymore <laughs> so it's the last jedi <laughs> yeah it's it's similar it's very similar <laughs> in that yeah yeah it, it it's very similar in that regard. Uh, it knows it knows the source material. It knows what's what you are expecting. Uh. It turns some stuff around, not not everything. And yeah, it it, it has a couple of really interesting questions it, it tackles. So, recommend it. Mm, cool. So then it was Friday. I came here. No, <laughs> last thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started working a lot more. Somehow with the safe system gone, I started going and getting in the routine and I'm working on the wizard every day. I need to like close close the um, unity to stop working because I always find something I could do. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> Way less stressed out now than like the weeks before. Yeah. And you want to show? <laughs> yes. I want to show what you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah, I finished like the safe system, did a 
color box, I, I uh, played around with the colors again because you said it's too dark. It is too dark. Yeah, I know it's still dark, <laughs> but this is the darkest level, so. And I mean, this is fine. Okay. Uh, previously, it was. I mean, you've seen how this looked here. You could not yeah, see this much. Barely see anything. Yeah. Um, but let me open this show, in show. the in the tab. Paste and go. No, that's what. Didn't I just copy the? Yeah, it's Windows. <laughs> okay, let's do that again. Copy, copy link, please. Paste link. Yes, that's the link that I want. Oh yes. Yeah. Browser. Switcheroo. Same formula starts, new insights on the wizard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yes, the screenshot, that is it. Um, the I like it. What I wanted to suggest to you was to try giving the basically the grays a little bit of a desaturated blue hue. Hmm. You know, like a David Fincher movie. I think that would be a yeah. nice uh, contrast with the colorfulness if it wasn't just gray, but a bit bluish gray. Yeah, I did some some color correcting stuff on mm -hmm. top. Uh, that's the reason why I can't do GIFs anymore, because they're just green now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ugly green. Um, yeah, I, um, I just added some glow to the books yeah. I wanted to show off. Um, but what did I work on? But I mean like on a texture level, right? Not in a ah, color correction way, but that okay. the walls are like a little bit blue. So yeah. that, for example, the pipes are still gray and yeah. they stand out a little bit from it. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's easy to do. Sure. I think that might be nice as a as a cold contrast to the warmer, ah. glowy things. No, no. I did the UI. So ah. I switched to Unity's uh, UI system from before I did everything in World which had a little bit of problems. Um, a lot of people suggested that I should just do it in the Unity because it's now good apparently, and it's good. It uh, didn't take me too long to um, redo the, the status bar at the top, which you can see here, and the uh, game over menu. Mm. Um, then I could test the checkpoints and all that stuff. And it's good. Uh, I see myself like ramping up and I'm confident I'll be able to finish something nice before mm -hmm. the release and maybe even a bit before so we can send out <laughs> demo levels <laughs> this time. Yes. Yeah. I see checkpoints are now already yes. visually included. <laughs> yeah, and they start glowing if you go over them so nice. you know which one is active. Um, nice, nice. Yeah. And it's it's just that I see that I that I progress with the um, with the project that gives me so much confidence and happiness and I'm more and more motivated to work on this. I just have to watch out that I'm not burning myself out mm -hmm. with too much work. Because yeah. I I start firing up Unity late at night just to see if I can how the level looks or if I want to do anything and then I start working again <laughs> till 1 or 2 a.m. <laughs> then um, I realized that it's maybe not the best way, but sometimes, I don't know. I mean, if you do it because I, you have fun, that's yeah, that's okay. But if, sometimes the next day is, is rough, so... Well, you have to allow yourself to rest the next day if you're not feeling it. Yeah, sure. I mean... You know, if you borrow time from tomorrow, then take it off if you yeah, need yeah. that. 
that's uh... yeah. So that's my life for last week. Don't think I forgot anything when you're gonna check anyway. I doubt it. <laughs> check anyway. <laughs> nope, that's all. All right. How has your week been? <laughs> okay, so an hour in, I get to tell some stories. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. And then, then why well, have any? You don't have any. And I'm wondering, do I have any stories? So I guess if I go through my weekend, um, well, the week starting with the weekend, I was working. That wasn't very interesting. It was nice enough though, because uh, well, working not this, but the glamorous job of restocking a breakfast buffet for some, which mostly means refilling some orange juice for some hungry Germans. Um, <laughs> Sounds like there's a game into it for that. <laughs> Could be a game. But yeah, my sister was there, so we chatted most of the time. So that was fun. It's nice to be paid to chat. <laughs> um, yeah. What else did I do? Did I do anything? I mean, I'm right now still in that... Um, well, I guess you can't call it a vacation. But I'm trying to like, calm down from Break. the burnout that I gave myself. Um, so I am not doing much, but a little, so that I, you know, don't don't feel more stressed for not doing something. <laughs> and just working on the soundtrack a bit, uh, remastering the soundtrack, which is which is nice because it's not crucial, and because I've been bothered by the soundtrack pretty much ever since we've made it. Despite all the people telling me that it's better than Morrowind, you know, I still feel that <laughs> it should be Skyrim level. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, you know, I knew back then that this wasn't perfectly mastered, mm. but it was good enough. And Didn't Gilliam master this? He did the first step of it, and then I like went over that again to like tweak it to my taste as best as I can mm. and yeah I think uh, I think I've come a long way since then like if you compare the the theme to the new teaser mm. theme that's a world of difference in terms of quality it's still the exact same thing but uh, just sounds so much better and that's I'm, I'm, I'm look I like these parts like mm. uh, especially the first in that level um, all right, we're still on yeah. that screen. But in that level, <laughs> the music that starts there, the... Wait, actually, I guess I'm just going to quickly throw that on because then you know what I'm talking about. Let me turn this up a little, maybe, and turn this down a little, maybe, just to have that balance between people hearing it and not hearing echoes. Uh, <laughs> it is number two, this one. What? <laughs> So in this one, let me do it the left. Yeah. I see. It's not playing at all for people, right? Ah, because yeah. Okay, good thing we didn't need the stuff before. Still no. Okay, whatever. Well, it's the the pizzicato string. Um, we hear music, says so Vanessa. Yeah, but you hear it over the mic, probably. That's true, I guess. Now I just, I'm not seeing the... But why? Didn't I just change it? That's weird. Maybe you have to restart uh, FUBA. Oh. To work no, on the I, channel. I pressed slightly. 
Ah, okay. Below the one that I needed. Okay, wait, so let's try this again. This one! And yeah, these strings, they just sound a little bit too wet, a little bit too in the room, a little bit ugh. And I mean, that's a little bit of that that bothers me, um, is just how, I guess, these types of strings work in general and how I just have the sound library for it. Uh, I don't think they're recorded in the best way, but um, hmm. that's also part because I, we only have the gold edition. We don't have like the platinum with all the various uh, extra angles for microphones that you could get. Um, but yeah, I, I started uh, doing this and it already sounds a lot better. And this is before I started mixing and hmm. uh, remastering it. it. Yeah, I just... I just like improving those little bits where I always cringe a little when I hear it. Mm. Sort of where I see the flaws in quality now, what, six years later. Mm. And I mean, I'm still probably not the best at mastering and all that stuff, but at least a little bit better than back then. I mean, that's all we promised people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I love that song too. I don't know if, if it sounds too wet. I mean, it's the sewers, right? <laughs> so can sound wet. That's in that, that, that it sounds a bit cheap to me, and I'm trying okay. to get it to not sound as cheap. Well, I can it's, get behind that. <laughs> it's still gonna be the exact same tracks, just a little bit less cheap. Okay, we're gonna make the same game, but now the soundtrack doesn't sound cheap, and the graphics don't don't look cheap or as That's cheap. That's all we're going for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah yes. Um. I think that was, I mean, most of my week was trying not to do anything, uh, which is... You didn't watch anything? I did watch something. So? I know what I watched today. What else did I watch? I'm pretty sure I watched something. I mean, well, let's start with today. So just before this, um, and as you can follow on my Twitter if you want, um, I was watching for the very first time Sleepless in Seattle. Oh. Huh. Never seen that movie before. And I watched it with my mom, but I can't really remember much. It's I've seen yeah. You've Got Mail a bunch of times, but I've never tried Sleepless in Seattle. Hmm. Uh, which was nice. I see why people like this. I expect it to be bored because it's a movie from the 90s. And yeah, they it's, are weird. It's not the 90s anymore, but it was actually... That's an okay movie to watch. Hmm. Nothing to write home about, but it's... And yeah, that was mostly fun. I mean, you know, then you stumble across, well, I guess artifacts of the time or whatever. But you know, when a, when some casual transphobia slipped in, that was what I was like, so, hmm, yeah, no, that's. <sighs> but <laughs> now, overall, I liked it. I also liked that it was very. A lot of these scenes rang really true. Like he has this moment where. Like his kid calls into a radio show because his dad is still sad after the mom died a year ago and stuff. And then the radio psychologist wants to talk to him and she asks like, so what do you do? And he's just like, well, I get up in the morning and I breathe in and out all day. And then and then he goes on to like, and someday I won't have to remember to get up. And so that he this way gets better and stuff. But I really like the acknowledgement of how just getting up, just making it through another day is a very, very, well, it's an accomplishment. 
that it doesn't isn't like oh, why do you decide to be sad but it like kind of embodies this this thing of depression how it's already something to just stay alive don't even get up you know to just make it through another day and if you can get up awesome um so that part rang true in a very good way i feel and i also there were a couple scenes where i was just like you know there's uh rob reiner the guy who directed spin tap is it called spin tap spinal tap spinal tap See, I was. I knew there were some letters missing. <laughs> um, Spinter is completely other movie. <laughs> does it also exist? No, but <laughs> just imagine a tab spinning, uh, standing around, spin the tab. Well, the thing is, I haven't even seen Spinal Tab. I just know that he directed it. Yeah, but it's a documentary, right? About it's a fake spinal? documentary. Yeah, I think. Is Spinal Tab not a real band? No, it's a parody, I think. It's a mockumentary. Ah, okay. Because they, that's the thing with the... It goes up to 11. Uh, why not make 10 louder? It goes up to 11. <laughs> you know that scene where they... No, not like, really. <laughs> oh. I've seen that everywhere, so I assume that's just what you know. That's where you know Rob Reiner from, I figured. Yeah. Um, but they... So he's like the colleague and friend of Tom Hanks. He doesn't feature a lot, but they, like, they talk... Uh, because Tom Hanks is like, so what's the dating scene like? I have been out of it so long. And mm. uh, he's like, oh, women, they just like cute butts now. And Tom Hanks is like, do I have a cute butt? And so they're walking on the street and he like, just lifts up his jacket. Look, yeah, it's not too bad. But is it yeah. cute? No, no, no. And it's just such a, that's a type wholesome. of like, yeah, wholesome masculinity. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Why aren't more movies like this? I mean, obviously, I know why, but it's... Uh... Well, this is a movie for women, so this is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was nice. It was very wholesome in many places, and I did enjoy that. Also how, uh, because Meg Ryan is... I mean, that was a bit, little bit weird. Like, Meg Ryan is dating Bill Pullman, the president from Independence Day. Mm. And he's obviously the guy she's going to leave because she's going to meet him and... Um, and I was a little bit, how do I feel about this? Because he's portrayed as like, he has like every allergy in the book. Mm. And when he meets the family photo, he's not completely portrayed as like, lol, look at that guy. But there is this element to it. Mm. Like mm. the first time they meet the parents, uh, like he has a sneeze attack and he can't eat this and he can't eat that. And it's a little bit of a, of a mocking vibe. Yeah. But he gets a full, like, fully realized character, and when they mm. when they do break up, like, the conversation is also very, um, very wholesome. Like, just two people agreeing. Like, when she tells him she's not 100% into this and she doesn't want to get married after all because mm. they've been engaged, and he's like, yeah, I don't want to be someone that someone needs to settle for. Mm. And he's very supportive of her going to meet this mystery person that she's never... And I like those parts. So it's a... Uh, I was, I had a good time, I would hmm. say. And otherwise, I think I just watched, caught up on some YouTube stuff, uh, caught up on the last Philosophy Tube things, especially the newest one. Um, Which is? Uh, what was it called? It was about Shakespeare and stuff. Um, I haven't seen that one. That was so much fun. Um, like, it felt like I haven't laughed or had a good time with these bread tube videos in a while. And I guess it's because this one was more about, um, wait, actually let me look up the topic because then I might know what it was Abortion. about. 
No, that's, that's someone else. So I just saw like a portion of philosophy tube. <laughs> so um, I that might be yeah, something else. Okay, philosophy tube. What what did he do? Ah, Confucius, Confucius or what to do when elites break the rules, oh. and. That was, that it was really fun. funny. <laughs> it was um, not too dark in terms of uh, subject matter. Mm. And I just had a good time watching it. And it was very, eh, I don't know, I like him. And I like the way he looked in that one because he had sort of a, like a Shakespearean thing going on, like clean shaven, the hair like wavy. And then he had sort of mm. a, a big, uh, what do you call these things from a suit? Sash? No. Like a the suit jacket? Oh. Like a purple one, and it seemed kind of big, like as if he had shoulder pads or something. But it had sort of an actor, like mm -hmm. the typical actor vibe, and then his face to that. And when he talks about Confucius rules, he had like a triangle that he hit every time after he said one. There was, there was a lot of fun there. <laughs> That's cool. um, oh, and my wife, who's by the way watching live, live wow. today, because That's she a... got a new phone. That's nice. Um, Hi, Bobby. I'm not even sure if we ever mentioned this on the stream since everyone's surely very invested in me seeing my wife again. Um, that South Africa is now loosening restrictions, which means we may be able to finally work out uh, that she can come here. The thing is just because of the name change, obviously her documents need to be updated and all that stuff. Yeah. So that was a bad call. <laughs> um, but yes, so, but for travel, she would need to. Uh, have the corona tracking app on her phone oh. but because the phone she had was too old we just you know ah, got a yeah. new ish one and so now she can uh follow along apparently logging into the chat didn't work um but she's here and she's reminding me that i did watch how to lose a guy in 10 days okay <laughs> so it's been a rom-com week for you <laughs> i guess it has and i like that film also but partially <laughs> It's it's such an it's such a very millennium type of movie mm. because it's like a cringe romantic comedy. Yeah. So it's about like uh, Kate Hudson writes for Lifestyle magazine and she to get ahead she has to write a piece that's sensationalized and whatever and so she writes how to lose a guy in ten days she starts she wants to start to date someone mm. and try all the usual uh, the worst things you can do. Uh, in a relationship when mm -hmm. it just starts and to get rid of him and he's in and works in advertising and to get a job about diamonds to prove that he understands women he was he has a bet with his boss that he makes a woman fall in love with him in 10 days and so she tries to have we watched this movie i'm sure you know it i mean it's one of those movies matthew mcconaughey and yeah, Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah but i don't watch movies like that usually so it's <laughs> maybe you've seen it on tv 20 years ago or something like that is that all <laughs> it's 2000 uh, something i think okay <laughs> uh around that time it feels very millennial very late 90s early 2000s in that it's so uncomfortable because she tries to of course like be as obnoxious as possible yeah. and I don't know why I get this intense, what is that, like a second-hand embarrassment? I think it's in English, it's the same word. Probably. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> that uh, have you seen like the Google statistics about the word Schadenfreude? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I, I like literally I had like to close my eyes and hold my no 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 at some point during the movie. It's just <laughs> it's not even so bad. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah. But um, overall, it was a f- it was an okay movie. Uh, I did enjoy that. Uh, but yeah, catching up on Bread Tube, that was great. Uh, also, finally watched uh, or like started to watch the last couple ContraPoints videos mm-hmm. that I haven't seen since I hadn't watched it since cancelled, cancelled, and I hadn't yeah. watched it either. And so this was after I was through watching all the new Philosophy Tube. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, then watch watch that. I like to have sometimes just people talking at me. Yeah. Um, yeah not just they're really putting on a spectacle. Yes, especially those those two. Yeah, philosophy tube and uh, contrapoints. They really put a lot of effort in their videos, and you you see that. In it. Yeah, the production value it's is really, insane. It's really fun. I, oh, I don't want to know how much money they spent on sets and shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. It looks like they are enjoying it, so. <laughs> well, the thing with uh, ContraPoints was that um, the... So you mentioned something along those lines uh, before, but um, ContraPoints on occasion gets into... into leftist outrage? Like leftist hate mobs? You mean that she is the victim, victim of, of, yeah, yeah. And it, that was an interesting discussion, which, um, yeah, which what it sort of, sort of was, I think that's what you said about the Cobra Kai thing, about, what was it, you know there's something wrong, but you go too far in... Yeah, there's a line between, like, standing up for yourself, or standing mm. up for anything, and just aggression, and... Yes, and that was what Cancelled was basically about, mm. um... And which is, well, it's an interesting thing to think about because it was it was about non-binary people who, um, who were hurt by a couple of things she said. It was about a cooperation with this one yeah. dude who yes, who had apparently made some transphobic remarks, mm. and and I think the. Comp- I guess that's the complexity because I think that um, contrapoints agrees with them, just not with the idea of ostracizing and mm. like like coming for that person on that level. Uh, more on a I I want to talk to this person, kind of a and change mm. their mind kind of a thing because it, it's close enough that you can maybe do that. And um, well, I don't, I don't know the. I haven't like gone into like researching exactly what happened because she only like outlines it briefly, but doesn't go mm. deep into it. Because at some point she says, "Okay, if we're actually now doing this, going back to articles that were written twenty years ago that I couldn't buy on eBay because the mm. uh, the person cancelled the order last minute, and then I found a Spanish version, and then I wanted to translate, and maybe that's mm. the point to stop digging yeah, and yeah. doing the stuff." Um, and then also to, in the way okay, people were hurt and I think she does acknowledge that the pain is real and apologizes for the parts where she did say something stupid. But it also goes a lot into how these things get taken out of context, blown out of proportion in terms of... Uh, there were a lot of terms, obviously, that she threw around that I can't remember. I know that there was something about essentialism mm-hmm. and this dualism of you can either be a good person or you're evil. Mm. 
and that missteps make you evil and that's why it's okay to harass you because of yeah, those things and how basically these mobs can form and it was interesting to think about because when I think about these Gamergate and 4chan hate mobs mm. it seems like such a moronic force of yeah just idiots who want to hurt other people but then you look at non-binary people who have a very real pain obviously and from all directions because even I think I think I don't know I just that's the impression I'm getting that even in the that they're basically like bi people um, and that they're getting erased from both sides hmm. that like that's a that's a just how, how this um, as I said I'm not too sure but that's how the the sense I was getting that non-binaries equally treated as oh you just haven't made up your mind yet that you're actually trans the same way that bi is being treated no you're actually gay you just haven't and the erasure mm -hmm. of the you know complexity basically yeah. and that some of these things that were said or some associations hurt people and how that can that that really real and very reasonable pain how that can spiral into basically the trauma reactions can make you overreact even though you're justify in reacting but the way you're reacting can become toxic and mm. then when these things like bounce off each other and then you only hear what other people say who like maybe misunderstood something or had a trauma response where they were triggered by something that may that is very real but that may not have been actually been said i i don't want to belittle if you notice that i'm trying not to belittle the pain that was there but to yeah. sort of explain how i understand what happened uh, mm. like what went wrong there um and yeah how it feels cathartic you know, to lash out and to lash out with other people and to kind of forget that you're talking to a person and you kind of forget to like you know regulate yourself uh, to the point where you can look at this and say is this the most constructive thing uh, or to make constructive criticism mm. rather than uh, just saying you're trash and everybody who associates with you is trash because that also happened then mm. that other that her friends were being harassed until you have to disavow this person or you're part of the people who are going to get targeted and stuff mm. and so suddenly you have a 4chan style hate mob but one coming from a place that i understand much better and i guess in that point you could also say you know I might not sympathize with the 4chan pain that they have but it's also something that's i guess real Nah, uh, nah. I think you, you have to leave out the word fortune here. Because fortune is about like doing it for the rules, right? It's not usually a, a pain. No, but it, they don't need pain to do shitty things. I think they're, they're probably the worst kind of people, but I think that there's a pain at the core of it because, well, they look at the system that is causing them the same pain as us like uh the thing of, about productivity performance what it means to be a man and all that stuff we live in a system where we are broken down but they take that and instead of saying the system sucks they say actually it's the one who are hurt the most by the system that are doing this to me it's women's fault that i don't feel manly which is not true it's a patriarchy maybe maybe but before all that uh stuff the usual fortune rates were um, like they they all locked into um, hub hotel or something like that mm -hmm. where children play. Then they they go in front of the pool so nobody can go into the pool and say the pool is closed. And then they build like huge um, swastikas mm -hmm. out of people. And I don't know who are fighting against. It's just people 
children there or they go on uh, children's forums and then they just post gore until they have to close the forum so it's not it i mean it could it could be like that there is a pain that or it's just like the pain of boredom maybe and they don't know what to do with their life so they f try to find something in in this community and this outlash against whoever but i mean but that's i think that's a that's a very specific kind of um, thing what fortune is doing sure but i still think that and to be clear i'm not excusing that at all like none of you know even though i can sort of empathize with a certain part of it i do not at all empathize with the expression of it or anything i still think that's mm. a completely moronic hateful terrible thing and yeah uh, but what i was thinking of because you don't i think edge lords you know people who are like oh it's just a joke and just follow those those are the people who are hurting the most because they're trying to turn everything in, into a joke so they don't have to feel the pain of it right you're mm -hmm. feeling miserable within yourself but feeling things you know, that it's hurts gay. you, push them away. <laughs> and so, things is gay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then nobody else, and everybody who feels something, well, you know, they're, ha, 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 they're look at you feeling things, pretending, convincing myself that I don't feel something to counteract like how terrible I actually mm -hmm. feel. Yeah. I think that, that's what I mean. Like the, it's interesting that, that you're now showing like empathy mm -hmm. kind of with these people. Because you can we've talked about this a bit before, right? And I was usually on the empathy side and you were like, no, 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 you can't have empathy with people like that. They're just bad people and you have to... Well, my uh, bottom line is still that they're very, very, very bad people. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm that's why I'm saying I'm not, I'm not uh, condoning anything well, I, or like empathizing I, with I the expression. Never did either. It's just like there, there is something. It's not that they are born bad. The system is they are victims of the system and they find very unhealthy ways to cope with this also uh sorry <laughs> just i heard like a nice, nice quote for that it's like uh what what doesn't kill you uh gives you unhealthy coping mechanisms <laughs> yeah something like that can bring me a beer as well. Yes, you must. Yeah, what doesn't kill you cripples you. Yeah. I don't know what Nietzsche really thought with this, but yeah, it brings me pleasure turning this quote on its head. So, the the reason we've had these types of conversations that you're referencing. Um, like, the reason that I argue with don't empathize in this very moment is when we talk about other more pressing, like when we talk about racism and the deaths of people, ah, right, and then yeah, to yeah. talk about, but then, empathize, right, right. that takes away, because like this is like without comparison and without... That's what I'm saying. I still think that they're awful, awful, horrible people. I get that everybody, everything happens for a reason, yeah. and that reason does not excuse that at all, because we also suffer from the same thing they do. But And we have probably hurt people. Oh, and for sure. Then still do it, probably. But I mean, uh, I'm recovering. I'm not really... I just... <laughs> 
thought about your expression like re recovering racist. Mm. I thought I'm, I'm certainly a recovering centrist as well. <laughs> For sure. Um, and yeah, and yeah, not that long on that way either. And yeah, it's. And that was just, um, I guess it was for me less about, because I know this about the 4chaners, I know that why, that they have the typical white male rage, right, of the, we should be on top of everything, but somehow we're not, and that doesn't make sense. So it must be women and other minorities who take away this, this God-given right that we were born with. Rather than that, the system yeah. is actually shit, and everybody suffers under it. Uh, and I think like that that this is such a male white centric media sphere that we have. Like all the heroes are white, yeah, and, and stuff like that. Not all the heroes, but you know, you get what I'm trying to say. Is I think that reinforces this idea that, damn it, why am I not on top of things? That's what I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be like way more successful and stuff. Yeah. Must be must be the foreigner's fault. Yeah, or women. <sighs> Either or. Uh, foreign women are the worst, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think in this specific thing that I'm thinking of, it's it's still foreign men that are the worst. But yeah, yeah but okay. uh, that was more the thing of like recognizing that like these these cancel like what cancel culture I guess like mm. really is, even though it's debatable that that exists. But basically, what that refers to in you know counterpoints uh examination of it that that people who like genuinely got hurt and want to you know, express it and it leads to cancelling which mm. can turn into this type of hate mob that's just something interesting to think about that it's not a purely only my enemies do this kind of thing yeah. <laughs> that toxic um expression can happen anywhere um, and even with ones that I empathize with much, much more, is still the dynamics of that, like how... It's just an interesting thing. It's a very... It's a long video. It's an hour and 40 minutes, but it's a very, uh, very interesting... Oh, mm. But it's... It flows, so yeah, you Yeah, I've watched it. It's been, it's been a long time. And I also rewatched uh, In Search of a Flat Earth because I just loved it. Yeah, that's just fun. Oh, so that is really good. And you can really see how much fun he has, like uh, <laughs> traveling out, doing the the pictures, yeah. doing the math, and then proving that the Earth is not flat, and everyone could uh, just give him a bit of work. It's really a beautiful, yeah, it's uh, a piece of work. Folding ideas, yeah. folding ideas in search of flavor. I think we talked about it a couple of episodes back when I watched yeah. it. Yeah, good stuff. Yes. So yeah, I think that's mostly what I've been doing. What else have I been doing? Maybe have cooked some stuff. So yeah, I'm just kind of trying to calm down still. And yeah, I guess I guess we'll see yeah. how that turns out. So far, so good. Should we do a topic? Yes, we still have half an hour to fill. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's switch to that one again and go to our cool topic generator. Prettiest games. Oh, that's fun. So we have a. Wish I had like 
half a day to prepare for this. Uh, that would be boring. <laughs> Tell me what's the prettiest game you can... I have, I have something. And it's the exact same game I always talk about. Is <laughs> I find Prince of Persia. The 2008 one, you know? The self Oh, man. Why do we have different <laughs> topics if it's always going to land on this game? <laughs> it's just literally one of my favorite games. So <laughs> Every aspect, like obviously. <laughs> It's so good. I, but it looks so pretty. I don't know, I love cel-shaded stuff hmm. for the most part. There's a weird type of cel-shading that I where the, where the lines, the outlines, the edges look like they're breaking in parts. Hmm. And then it just and then it looks more like that um facade. Mm-hmm. That type of like bad cartoon. <laughs> but yeah. Otherwise pretty. I like. I don't know if, if if Diablo One could be called pretty, but I really like the look. I it's pretty, really like the, at least. No, it's pretty. It's really consistent, atmospheric. Oh, Journeys has Vendasil. Journey is a really pretty game. That's true. Journey is really pretty. I think. I, I think. Yeah, I think we don't have the uh, the hardware to really play the real pretty games. Like what? What are you thinking of? I don't know. I don't know because I don't have the hardware for it. I mean, uh, something that I played only recently, Manifold Gardens. That was very, very oh, pretty. That was pretty. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, a, true, that's true. a beautiful game, actually. Yeah. Uh, I wish that, like, I've wanted to record the ending yeah. again, and I tried it on a higher bitrate to like yeah. capture what it does, yeah. but it still it always breaks. Yeah. The ending is awesome. It's just visuals, just people showing off how good they are at shader programming. Yeah. <laughs> it looks amazing, but you can't capture it because like the any compression immediately it's all artifacts. Hmm. It's so intricate and uh, yeah. it's cool stuff. Well, I haven't tried that hard, but my second attempt didn't work, so I gave up. <laughs> that was I had a really good time off hmm. uh, with that, just because it was so. Nicely designed. Hmm. I like that one. I mean, there's a couple of games that look beautiful in screenshot, like Absu. Um, I have mm. not played it. I have it. I have it. I've played it. I've. And how is that? That's beautiful. Hmm. Cool. That's beautiful. It's not like, oh my god, it's so pretty, I can't stop playing. It's more. I don't know. I find with the relaxing games that I usually get bored. Because mm, if I want to meditate, I just sit down and meditate. I don't want to have, like, right. to do anything. I don't want to swim around and find <laughs> fish. But it's a pretty game. It's definitely a pretty game. I think I would uh, would say Scarlet Hollow, the, the game I recently uh, tweeted about, um, hand-drawn by... God, Abby. Oh, the one. Yeah, I... yeah. I think that's 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 pretty. That's a pretty game. Okay, tell me the name again. Let's look it up. Okay, Scarlet Hollow. Scarlet Hollow. Yeah, it's a neat name too. It's a musical group. No, no. Uh, first link. Oh, um, yeah. I want. Yeah, okay. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Like heavy games also. Nice name. <laughs>
I think like indie studios would uh, um, with animals in their names are the best. Yes, so, for sure. Shout out to Red King Entertainment. What's <laughs> <laughs> a horror adventure? Hmm. I really like her her style, like the broad strokes she does for the shading. Yeah. Yeah, actually, actually, uh, can you go back for for a second, just a frame before? Yeah. And then uh, you, you need to pause. Yeah, pause. So, this is actually <laughs> this is actually the, the picture she was uh, illustrating when I came into her stream and suggested she could make an adventure <laughs> game, <laughs> and she couldn't talk about the game. Because it wasn't announced yet. <laughs> oh man, such fun. Yeah, but I really I love her her style and she, her web comics are really great. She's a great humor, um, but she's she's really on a dark side, like really dark humor. She loves like horror. She yeah. loves she loves digging up bones and um, uh, collecting them. Not human bones, but like animal bones. Because I've heard stories about that. Like goth kids who, to do some witchcraft or whatever, go to cemeteries and like oh. take home bones that are. That sounds exciting too. <laughs> I think uh, Sarah Z had a video on that. I think that's how I know about like some Tumblr scandals or whatever. Mm. What was that? Strange eons. One of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. I, I always wanted to to do like a quick stream because first episode is free. Oh. I might do it if you don't if you aren't faster. I am gonna refrain from anything that can be construed as work. So streaming sounds like work. Hmm. I'm trying not to because I've been thinking so, about so. it of course. Like my great idea to relax was to try do you remember these ninety-six kilobyte games? Uh, like demos from the demo scene yeah sort of like all generated yeah, from yeah, code yeah. and shit yeah. and I was always super interested in that like, because they generate like there was this thing with the subway was going through a city and the cameras floating around and even the soundtrack the music I think was generated yeah, and shit like that yeah, everything. and so I thought I have no idea how any of this works I'm not gonna look it up how about mm. I just try to program something like this on stream? Sure. So that was my sure. my way of networking. Was my first idea to do that. <laughs> Let's try to do a game, but just sixty four kilobytes because that's easier, right? <laughs> Less space, easier. <laughs> yeah, I would try oh, to man. figure out on my own how to do something like that. And oh. Yeah, sounds like fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna do that probably. But I don't know if streaming it is the yeah. best. <laughs> idea <laughs> um, but do you remember what that one was called because I could only find the one that it after it was called to... dot k krieger uh, mm. always that dot kk somewhere yeah the company was called dot the product with double k instead yeah, of a c and yeah I couldn't find the subway one demo scene mm. and then you will find stuff like that but probably not that because it's it's a big scene, I think. Relatively speaking. Maybe I gotta see if yeah. I can 
if I still have the contact from John, what was his name? Well, oops, I'm sorry. Ah, I broke it. I just wanted so to. I guess you don't want play. to see the rest. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh? ah, ooh, yeah, it looks that looks just great. Nice, niceness. Yeah. What else is pretty? I mean, I guess if I go through the years more than mm. thinking now what's pretty. I would just go through my Steam list if I could, but you... Why would you? If you can't think of it, it's not important. <laughs> um, I guess back in the day, I thought that Monkey Island 3 was ridiculously beautiful, mm. and I still think that they should just like, re-export the images in a higher resolution and re-release it. The easiest remaster in the world. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it? Oh, what was that uh, cyberpunk game that recently? Cloudpunk or something? Oh, Cloudpunk. That looked pretty. Yeah, Cloudpunk. Ah, that looked very pretty. That looks interesting. For sure. No, don't say that. <laughs> so, wait. What's happening? Punk. Yes. Is it one more? Yeah. Punk on Steam. What's the good word? What? Double click should always open the thing and fail. But of course. Oh! Okay, so that, that obviously brings us to an interesting story. Damn it, now I wish I could have prepared. <laughs> See? So let's see if I can't find... Are you sharing your browser, by the way? Oh, am I? I just want to... Oh, yes, I am. Okay, okay cool. good. So what are people saying? Oh, Hollow Knight. Yes, Hollow Knight. All right. Oh, wow, what should I also said something? The Panage... What? I think I copied it. Let's see. Oh, the Panage Nocturne. Oh, that one. I also have never heard of that one. Okay, well. Steam didn't hear of it either. <laughs> they did not load <laughs> or what's happening. Oh, okay. okay. So, a short exploration game. Well. What? Why is nothing working? Your internet is. It's literally <laughs> not. Okay. But wait, can people still see? We have no dropped frames, our connection is good. It can't be the connection. Can you just please, please just play it? <laughs> Maybe it doesn't want us to know how pretty wanna... it is. Ah, there we go. I tricked it. Third time's the charm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you hate me? Yeah, well, you go and full. Oh, ah. okay. It's the gradients, right? Well, That's I nice. mean, it looks nice, but I don't yeah. think I would would have would probably be cared. Though I was briefly thinking of uh, Thirty Flights of Loving, yeah. but not sure. Right? I think I just love the game, and I'm not sure if mm. I would like single that out as a mm. particularly pretty one. Although it has some good scenes, like when they're at the wedding and people start floating up and stuff. That's some good stuff. 
So mm. what did Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight is really great. That's true. Let's see what that is all about. Hollow. It's also hand drawn. I guess. Um, what would be? What's the other one? The hand drawn one. Which one? Tell me more. Let's just look at that. That's really pretty, but I don't know if it would make my list, to be honest. Mm, it's got something. Although it feels a little clean. What, what's yeah. that? It's too clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too clean. Have you heard of the of Hades? Yes, the but new I haven't. Super giant game. I haven't looked into. It. So super giant games are pretty as, as well, like all of them. But I think Hades is now is probably like the, the prettiest one. Oh, that's the. Well, I will we see some gameplay? <laughs> that's the question. Yeah. One more time. Ah, there it is. Uh, it's a bit cluttered to be like considered really beautiful. That's fine. I, I really like the, the effects. They have like really cool. I thought Transistor looked amazing, but mm. then I got bored during the intro. Yeah, I never played this game either. I was so excited for it until it came out and then I was like... Oh, okay. I, I played the first five minutes and it was... I just... But I also like I played uh, Bastion. Yeah. But I didn't love it. Apparently, did you play it through? Yeah. Huh. Apparently the end should be so great. No. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a bummer. So, my friends lied to me. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you would like it. I just, I did not like that's, it that's really. That's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, it, you'd it seems, like it. <laughs> it seems like your type of thing. Uh, yeah, well, I, I didn't uh, get far either. Stopped playing after a while. Um, but kind of didn't. Wasn't like my my um, hack and slash game. It wasn't Diablo, <laughs> I guess. Last night. No, that's wrong. Why was? Uh, why did we have that? Didn't. I no. think you can just search on Steam. It's easier. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not released. It's that. Oh, okay. It's that game. The last night. Is this the game? I haven't seen it. Yes, no, not no, yes. It's the, we watched a trailer recently. Uh, ah, yeah. And I just remember it being having Raw Fury mentioned somewhere because it has, I think, various trailers. Okay, let's see if that's the right one. Yes, because mm. obviously this is ridiculously beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, it's more beautiful than anything we've seen so far, to be honest. So here's the thing. <laughs> So after, like we talked about this a couple weeks ago, right? Ah, it's too beautiful. It is. I guess we'll just watch this. Oh, that's Lauren. Like, yeah, my wife uh, reminded me what this song is. You might know this too, with the dead cheerleaders. That music video. Ah, right, yeah.
So yeah, that one is ridiculous. We have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> after we showed this a month ago, right? Um, I was looking up what happened to this game because this came out in like 2016, this trailer or something, mm. and then it just vanished. And in looking that up, I found out that we here have a milkshake duck on our hands. That the guy making the game. Milkshake duck. <laughs> so the milkshake duck. <laughs> okay. Well, let me find let me find the comic that uh, that gives the context for what that is. Okay. I thought you so were much to learn today. Yes. So milkshake duck. Okay, Fuck wow. duck. Wow. At this point, my phone actually. Um. Yes, this is what this is based on. The whole internet loves milkshake duck. A lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we read to inform you the duck is racist or no. <laughs> so it turns out that The Last Night is made by a guy who was very enthusiastic about Gamergate in the beginning and just asking questions. And that this game is supposed to be about... Ah, uh, what was it? Like political co correctness gone too far. Oh no. So like this a speculative again. thing of what would happen if you actually got universal basic income, nobody would work anymore, people would get depressed. Women, you know, could get babies in an external thing so that they could smoke and drink and things like, you know, like real deep stuff. <laughs> what if the Democrats are the bad guys? So it's kind of that. I mean, he tried to walk that back after and everything, but I think that's what kind of killed this project. It's like it was immediate. Is it not in development anymore? He says it's still in development, but they have run out of funds or whatever. I I'm not holding my breath that this is ever coming out. Or if it does, it's probably gonna be not that good. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, but that was clear from the beginning. This looks too good to be a good game, right? Uh, well, you always I, play something like that and it turns out shit. I never really thought about playing this game. I just enjoyed watching the trailer so much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's... I mean, this is so beautiful. Is this, this, is, this is what I would love our games to look like. This is like the best thing I could imagine. Like <laughs> yeah. a bit better even. Man... It's, oh, uh, Gris, Gris, yeah. Let's look into Gris. Right, that was basically what happened. Like, the trailer came out, everybody was like, oh, wow, that's so amazing. And, like, a day or two <laughs> later, I was like, oops, this guy has been really vocal about harassing people because of Gammagate and shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we will have sometime in the future, like, a limit where... Where like in age restrictions, you can only be on Twitter <laughs> if you have if you are twenty twenty one. That's yeah. a game I've heard about a lot, or I've seen the name a lot of. Yeah, I actually don't know much about. Really beautiful, really really beautiful. No matter. <laughs> I've started playing it. Um, oh. Oh, that sort of. But it was really 
meditative as well, uh, i.e. boring. Wow, that looks like, uh, what's that, snowboarding game? Alto. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Alto and of uh, Monument Valley. Ah, wow, Monument Valley was really pretty too. That's also, yeah, that's a beautiful game. Okay, but this is second place for me now. If not, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Really pretty. Hmm. Nice. So, what, so what kind of game is that? A platformer. Okay. What else do we have in the, in the chat? Actually, I may just quickly give a shout out to a friend. No, not Annalisa. Another time for Annalisa. Because she makes ridiculously gorgeous games. Angela Hay. Zephyo. It's not a. She didn't make. Um, this one. Last Night Stand? Last Night Stand? Wholesome Cast looks fun. Um, so this is how I got to know her, she made this game, he beat her for uh, Ludum Dara, and it's a little bit problematic. Uh, it's sort of, oh there's a rape accusation, or like mm. something like that, or of domestic violence, but it turns out she's the real abuser, and so that's how we got to talking. And it just, yeah, she was very young, she was I think 18 when she made that game. Yeah, but, but I think it's the same uh, thinking, right? What if? Yeah, it's the most boring what if. You know, the yeah. thing that the culture is asking all the time anyway. So it's like the, it's the status quo, what if. Yeah. What if the status quo? Well, I, I'd say that, the, oh, is the status quo actually? Yeah, wow. Okay, just scratch everything I say. <laughs> I'll try. But yeah, she makes really gorgeous art. Was it this one that looked so... So she most like does visual novels that are always very mm. moody and just the yeah. I I love them. Yeah, at some point we should yeah, see nice. if she wants to work with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is no screenshots. But yes, just wanted to mention this real quick. Um okay. did you hear of Sable? No. Looks like a Mobius picture. Uh, let's see. Sable. What is Sable? Never is heard it? it. Is that on Steam? Sable. That's Sable. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have trouble with the cell shading. Stuff. So this is what I was talking about earlier. This is the kind of cell shading that looks cheap to me. Oh, but this looks good. Right, I've heard of this game. I've seen this trailer before. Yeah, that looks pretty nice. Right. I don't quite love it. No, but it's really interesting. <laughs> it's, it's really... 
good looking. I, I like that. That it's got its really consistent style, and that it's not afraid to to like fill the screen with with like uh, similar looking stuff. And, and it works. It definitely works. I like interesting art styles like that. Mm. Really enjoy that a lot. But the thing in the beginning with the with the mountains and stuff that kind of reminds me of something. I think it was called the Vicarish game. What fans game? Uh, That's um, French touch. Yeah. Licorice. Look for the game. Wait, so let's see. Uh, was it called Licorice? I think so. Slickorish or Licorice? I think licorice. Licorice? Licorice? Licorice. Well, that's a pretty disgusting thing anyway. It is. Uh, it was at a maze, so I'm not sure if it like, came out or whatever. A maze. Oh. No, I'm best. Gonna try. Is I don't know if you remember that, but when we were at a maze last time, there was a game where you had like black sand dunes. Yes. Last time there was a game where you had like uh, black sand dunes. Sorry, I'm trying to get into a home. Ah. I want to see the chat, and you're not showing it to me. Huh? I just showed it to you. I want to see the chat, and you're not showing it to me. <laughs> huh? I just showed it to you. Apply. So okay, I'm in, my, in the chat now. So. Uh, yeah, Slimbo was nice. Sarnara oh. Wild, Sarnara Wild Hearts. I don't know. Yeah, Monument Valley. Yes. Deep under the sky. Um. Well, this is too bad. <laughs> what made? Hmm. Eh, I don't know. But yeah, it was basically like black sand dunes and you had to activate some orange lights that then shot across them and looked all very wet kind of no. oh. oh okay it's spelled slightly differently i guess what but that looks so much better than what i why does my phone suggest things that look wrong i think licorice is because it's liquid it's a play on words maybe I think this refers to the candy. Because hmm. ah yes, it looks like this. But now you don't have any candy there, so. Ah, oh, but you search for maze too. Ah, right, that was this game. Yeah, you was it this just, game? Yeah. You were just running across black dunes, activating these towers. Oh no, I don't think I've played that. And it was very. Thinking of it, another game. So that's this load of what's going on. Really, can't be reached. Anyway, that looked cool. <laughs> Can I find a trailer? I don't know if it came out or if it was just cape. How oh, is that it? Sorry. Is this? Is it me? Is this slow? Ah. Thank you. 
Somehow I found this quite nice. Yeah. That's really nice. That's just made of uh, death. come in, in patterns uh -huh. so you have like a rhythm game as well it's not a rhythm game but like the music is the shooting so what was the sayonara wild hearts that sounds interesting <clears throat> and the witness i also found quite pretty yeah but yeah it's in a regular way yeah exactly <laughs> it looks nice but it's not it was a... quite pretty i think that's Still fair to say, the island was very colorful and large trailer. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. <gasps> Fantasy violence. Look away. It's my favorite kind of violence. Hey, listen. Anapurna is also like. Yeah. That, that's the thing that really is out there in show games. Oh, I'm starting to notice a kind of theme in the pretty games that are being suggested. Yeah, they're really confident that they're the artistic vision that really go to places that are weird and interesting and different. Wolf Among Us, the intro I also find very pretty. Yeah, don't remember that anymore. But it, Wolf Among Us was a pretty game, sure. But was it the prettiest? The prettiest? No, was that a question or was it just Maybe. pretty games? Might have been. Sure. Yeah, that's that's pretty. But the animation is kinda like I, lo I love the, the style, but the animations are too gamey. This is pretty. I like this uh, alleyway shot. <laughs> the Pepper Princess model does that. Uh, yeah, now I can see it. <laughs> That's why I got the idea because I thought it was awesome that in the menus uh, the text would kind of rotate, uh, rotate from like pinkish to more violet. Mm -hmm. That's what I built in the Pepper Prince. Hmm. 
Mm. It does kind of move a bit. I, I made it very subtle because I got annoyed after a while when I saw it more, but mm. that's why that exists. Mm. Then, yeah, we've got Deep Under the Sky and then Ori and uh, something Forest, I think. Well, then I know what it looks like. It's also a very famous game that doesn't need our <laughs> endorsement anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to look at it to, to rate it among the other games. Uh, this is a 49-minute gameplay what? trailer. Colin Northway name sounds familiar. This is a gameplay trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just look for something that's like 50 minutes long. This is a minute, maybe that's more that's... like it. Ah, that game. Yeah. I see, but I, I really don't. It's not my style. Ah, Credit Peak, right. Credit Peak is pretty. Prettier than this. Oh, I also never really loved the other. I mean, I'd see it's special, but. Similar to this. Yeah, I don't know. It's this, this candy, weird, candy-esque, weird, like, high-resolution, colorful stuff. Cheap high-resolution. Yeah, see, it, it looks a bit cheap. Okay, and I guess we'll finish up with Ori. Ori, the Willow of the Wisp. So that's the new one. I yes. haven't seen that. Ultra Trailer. Oh, but I think I have another one. Shrine looked also very nice. Yeah, it's uh, it very similar, right? Yes. <laughs> it's like new games, like the uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I've seen a couple of screenshots that re looked really nice. Mm. But with this photorealistic stuff, I don't know. Arok? Yes, just a quick different plug for some other friends of mine. <laughs> I like that. I like that. 
this long style stuff. That's also someone I could see sometime if she doesn't want to work with us on something. It's a very short, atmospheric kind of puzzle game. Um, that I found quite neat. Oh, uh, just shapes and beats was also in the comments. Shapes and beats. Never heard of that either. But sometimes some predictions in my phone mix what I want to type is just shapes and beats and bears. What? I just watched the top one, right? Just shapes and beats, all bosses. No, I'm confused by these results because these are all videos that you've seen yeah. and that I like. And why is that showing up now? Is it just saying, oh, something with beats? Let's just <laughs> yeah. see what he likes. It's something that has shapes and beats, so <laughs> it's probably this. <laughs> this is a really good song. I uh, heard that for the first time in South Africa, still reminds me of it. Mm. Yeah, Who Loves the Sun is a, is a song by... Sylvie... Um, with uh, Nico. Soundtrack for but a lot of the Wes Anderson movies. Uh, Velvet Underground? Velvet Underground, yeah. Well, that one is a bit different. It's <laughs> a um, colorful factory. Yeah. But I don't know if I would say pretty. It's a bit too minimalist. On my taste. It's too clean again. Yeah. And I clean stuff. <laughs> um, how was this game called where you had like this big um, half half dog, half um which half <sighs> it was a, a mixture of dog and owl or something or like some type of bird you were like a, a child and it follows you it was like a big title um oh with the big dog yeah uh ah uh, what was that trico says red rope that sounds sort of yes is it that? What do you mean? Possibly, yeah, yeah. Uh, my remote just stopped working. Okay. Vanessa so. says this is one of the few games with a really clean style I really like graphics-wise. 
So there you go. This one. Yeah, that was really pretty. The Last Guardian. The Last Guardian, right? That was what I had in mind. Um, I also just remembered something. What was it? Ah, well, anyway. Oh no, uh, Metal Slug. Mmm. That was Metal Slug. Really cool. looking good, yeah. Well, my remote is fucked for some reason, and it's time to wrap up anyway. So, isn't that exciting? Here are you. But how? Yeah. So, I thought we just say our goodbyes, and then I go over there and press the button. Okay. <laughs> um, so, that was fun. Yeah. Thanks for all the suggestions. Yes, thanks for joining us. <laughs> and I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And get square face for your fat ugly face. <laughs> Make it nice and geometric. Make it fancy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess we'll just stop here. Yes. Why is this remote not working? I don't want to get up. It seems like work. Yeah. Let me turn off my Wi-Fi and turn it back on. Of the That's a good idea. Or we just stream the whole evening. Yeah, why not? What do you got to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Friedrich and Wendy said, agree. It was a fun stream. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. You're right. It was. It was. So, is this working again? Yes, it is working again. <sighs> I almost... Look at East Wall. Ah, no, we wrapped up. It looks pretty. Doesn't. Looks normal. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, you always walk into traps okay, with this I'll, guy. I'll forget that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, it looks good. True. What a waste of everyone's time. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please forgive and, me. No, it looks. It's probably a great game. I don't know anything about this. Why yeah. would I trash this? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Lovely stuff. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.